Hello and welcome to Huddersfield Town Extra Time, sponsored by Sports Broker. I am pleased to be joined by Michael Heffley and Andy Lawson uh, after a, a nil-nil draw here at, at Kenilworth Road. Um, Michael, if I, if I start with you, um, wind, rain, cold, um, a town going to be quite pleased to just be getting on the bus home and, and taking that point back to Huddersfield. Especially in, in Luton, away there. <laughs> It's like uh, hard to get points out of the stadium. So overall, with all the circumstance, I think we should be should be okay with a point. You know, when you yeah. when you sum everything up, we should be quite happy and go with this point with with a comfortable seventh place in the table into the winter break. I think you can't ask for anything more. Yeah, Andy. Um, when when Carlos was speaking to the press after the game he, he said that town suffered in the first half but obviously improved a lot in the in the second um is that the way you saw the game as well very much a game of two halves Luton first half town the second yeah yeah very much I felt like in the first half Luton kept Sorber Thomas under wraps somewhat we've had just to to at halftime we managed to work out a way to bring him into the game which then allowed our, our other offensive weapons to to do their job I feel like the defense all the way through was solid so for them as a 90 minutes I think it was a general performance really good but yeah in an attacking sense I agree with Carlos as it were game of two halves today Michael, um, we were there at the ground on, on Tuesday night against Blackburn and saw how fast and, and how relentless that game was. Do you think Town's perhaps slower start today will have been in part due to how much effort they put in, in that game and also the fact that Luton, having won you know, 5-0 in midweek, will have been so confident coming into the game? There's a totally, totally different approach to our away game. You know, we set a little bit deeper, um, try to be in the game, stay in the game, uh, coming for a counter or whatever, um, first settle, but it was not the greatest first half time, uh, obviously, but the plus point was clean sheet. We didn't concede, you know, we looked solid. It was not like very tasty when we speak about the offense, offensive play, but yeah. you, when you see the solid defensive work and the, the, the effort, what the lads putting in, it was it was good to see and pleasing to see. Yeah, it was one of those games where Town almost seemed to be happier to give Luton the ball because they, they play so much of their offensive uh, game without it and on the break. It almost seemed to stifle Luton having so much of the ball. Do you think that will have been something that Carlos will have told the players almost surrender possession before uh, before the game started? I definitely think there is there's some match plan for this particular game away in Luton, uh, given to the lads, and you could you could see it as well, you know. Um, and I think on the end of the day, it's all about results. We can speak about like the performance. Uh, could we do better? Could we nick three points? Uh, you don't have to forget the circumstance. And when you see um, where we are at the table, we are three points away from FC Fulham. So. Um, really you have to you have to look then from the outside and see the bigger picture so um, yeah. yeah definitely it was like just get there get something out of it uh, wrap it up before we go in the international break and regroup yeah I think that's really nicely said Michael um, Andy if, if, if we do what Michael says and, and have a look at the bigger picture in our, in our last couple of away games um, Blackpool aside against Swansea and Stoke where we lost those were narrow losses where I think 
the team would have probably deserved and been happier with a point. Do you think today is a, a build on those games where when they're tighter, it's, it's obviously better to leave with a point than having narrowly lost? Yeah, I, I agree with that completely. If you look at how Luton were on Tuesday night, they play Coventry and uh, going into that, I was not expecting them to win 5-0. So I, I agree with Hef in the sense that the first half, we obviously were controlling Luton. We were trying our best not to give them any early opportunity. Second half, yeah, we tried, but granted, bigger picture is we go into the international break. We've got games against Hull and Birmingham straight afterwards. But I feel it important, as you mentioned, Raj, we've had a, a couple of losses over the last few games, but we've not really deserved to lose in those. But I feel going into the international break, it was important to go in getting, I feel like a bit of a moral victory. And I think an away game, look at the weather, the conditions, the way they are. I actually feel like getting a point from today is that moral victory we can take that we can go into the international break and, and build on it from there. Yeah, because it would obviously, if, if the result had gone the other way, then it would have been a disappointing note to end the, this little period on, whereas it, it hasn't really been disappointing, has it? It's, as Michael says, it's been a positive overall, so we, we've got to kind of concentrate on that. If we do concentrate on the, the second half a little bit more, because that's when Town played the majority of their football and came into the game a lot more, I think uh, a player that was really at the forefront of that was Josh Caroma. Um, do you think they, as you mentioned, Sorba wasn't really getting into the game as much as he did, Having got into the Wales squad, his number might be a little bit more marked than it has been previously. Do you think that opened up the space down the left for Josh Caroma and, and Lewis O'Brien and Harry Toffolo a little bit more? Yeah, it possibly did give them that opportunity to, uh, to to play down that side. I mean, I agree with you actually about Sorber. I feel like by now teams are aware Sorber Thomas is going to cause you problems if you don't close him down. We came into the season with Sorber as a bit of a bit of an unknown in that sense. But I feel like Town in this this season and the way that we play now, where maybe in previous seasons we'd have had, let's say, our Carl and Grant or another name that was really our only attacking option. Now I feel like we have Sorber on the right. We've got the options that you mentioned on the left. Going through the middle as well, you can see Sinani with some of those long shots. Suddenly I look at this Huddersfield Town team and you want positives? Well, I think the massive positive is the fact that We've got many ways we can hurt teams now. And I feel that that is a huge positive. And yes, having, as you say, that left side, that right side, Sinani through the middle, I, I really feel like we, we do cause teams problems at the moment. Yeah, M Michael, that was our first clean sheet since the Blackpool game. Do you think that, as, from a defender's perspective, that's going to be an obvious, a huge positive for town and, and something they're going to be really pleased about and want to take forward into the next few games? Absolutely, Raj. Not, not just for the defenders, it's for the whole whole team. When you see, for example, uh, Wadi today, he was like in our box more than in the other box, but like defending and putting his shirt, his head, um, yeah, to defend everything, to block everything. And this is the mentality what you have from the team. So he, he, he did today a lot of work for the team. He didn't, he didn't do a lot for himself, you know, but he put like the team above uh, of himself. And uh, this, this was great, great to see that everybody is like going behind the ball, blocking the ball, uh, don't allow Luton to score. And this is just like pure togetherness and team spirit. And um, we can build up from this because yeah. like, this moral, this moral from this team today, with these conditions, I played as well a little bit. And I can tell you, with this rain, with this wind, whew, wind wind is a killer. So um, this kills normally the whole whole game. Um, so we, we, we can't um, uh, say, oh, why they didn't play short or whatever. You have to adapt 
to their situation, what was today given in the second half. They passed a little bit. We had a well situation where we can be more clinical. Sinani or Toffolo had like a big, big chance. So um, overall, again, happy for, for the team. Yeah, with um, with that result that um, they had in midweek, Luton, obviously a lot of their big players had really big games, Cornick and, and Adebayo especially. Town largely kept those players a lot quieter. If anything, it was Amari Bell that was causing more of the problems and, and Clark in the pockets in between. As a defender, when you get given those assignments and you're playing against players who are in good form, does that give you an extra good feeling if you keep them quiet and, and pocket them a little bit perhaps? As well, when when you see they have good games, then you definitely want want to put them in your pocket, and if if you can silence them, obviously it helps helps the whole team. So um, it's it's always always good and an extra motivation to play against like players that are like in a good form mm -hmm. um, to more or less put them in your pocket. Uh, Andy, one player on the town team that I wanted to to spend a bit of time speaking about was Scott High. Because um, we put the team sheet out and, and the reaction to him being in the team compared to Alex Vallejo and, and Jonathan Hogg, who were both missing, there was some worry that, that Town might be a little bit more lightweight in midfield rather than the more experienced players uh, due to Scott's age. But I thought he was outstanding today, his range of passing, his energy, the way he works in tandem with Lewis O'Brien, um, dropping deeper and, and allowing O'Brien to push forward. He plays above his years and he has an intelligence that, that a, a, a boy of his age really shouldn't have on a football field. Is that something that's pleasing for, for town, something we can really build on with him? Something I'm personally really pleased with. I mean, I'll be honest, Raj, I don't echo the, the thoughts of the other town fans who are thinking we might be a little lightweight because I've seen, like you have, I've seen what Scott Hyde can do. I've seen that given the opportunities, he can distribute the ball forward. He can play the safer balls back sometimes, but I don't feel like we miss particularly. And if you look actually who he's learning from, he is learning a position from Jonathan Hogg. So he is going to teach him the more defensive side. Alex Vallejo, as we've seen, he can distribute passes. So I feel like he's got two really good teachers. And on days like today where he comes in, I feel like Scotty High looks really like he belongs as part of this team. As you say, he's he's older than his years would, would suggest in terms of how well he plays. Yeah, he's obviously been called up to the Scottish under-21 setup now, which is a huge boost for his confidence and something he was speaking to the press about after the game, about his pride and his family's pride in that. It's interesting you make the point about who he's learning from with, with Hogg and Vallejo, because if you almost plotted them on a graph, he's almost the intersection of the two. He does the the, the dog work that, that Jonathan Hogg is known for, but he also has the, the cultured play and the technical side of his game that Alex Vallejo is made for. Do you think in years to come that that he is almost the, the ready-made deputy for those two players in the town team? Certainly, yeah. If we're talking at the moment, yeah, they are they are currently, if you like, the holders of that position, depending on what you want to do. I feel like, yeah, Scott High, as, as you say, is is the ready-made deputy, but I can also see a situation where you go a year, you go two years down the line, and that Scotty High will just naturally start to slot in as and when required. And it's like you say, actually, I'd never thought of it like that, but if you look at kind of a bar, you know, you've got Jonathan Hogg one end <laughs> and you've got, he literally sits in the middle. He can yeah. do a bit of everything that they do. So I think that's, that's really good analysis on your behalf, Raj, but also oh, I thank agree. You. <laughs> Pleasure. Uh, but also I feel like he is, he is, as you say, he's really able when needed to step in and over the next year, 18 months, two years, yeah, I feel like he'll do really well for Huddersfield Town.
Yeah, I think um, Michael, we'll, we'll take this point now and we'll we'll leave this game back with the international break coming up. Lads have got a few days off now. You know, get over the game. Carlos was saying more than anything, it's probably more about getting over the mental fatigue than the physical fatigue because the championship, so many games are so coming so quickly that the players have to learn so much and prepare so heavily that that that'll obviously weigh on them a lot. So to come back refreshed and rejuvenated will be be great for them. But in your experience, how is it during an international break? Is it sort of, is it that nice feeling of being able to reflect on what's come before and then prepare again to go again in a, in a week or two when the next game comes along? It's uh, a bit of everything. Uh, to rest, obviously, physically and mentally. This is a, a big part where you can go like, three days away or spend some more more time with your family because a lot of the lads have family and when you have all the traveling all the games thick and fast you're more or less in the hotel or on the coach so um it's good to get a rest for all the boys to regroup obviously um to get a fresh mind and, and a freshness more or less as well in your legs and then just um, looking forward to the next couple of games so um I think uh, this would be good for our whole team. Gives as well the one or the other player more time to recover, like a Jonathan Hawk, like a Valheo. Um, so it, it it's needed as well. If we um we look at the season up until this point on the uh, with the the international break as a, as a nice reflection point going into the the next part of the season, the busiest part of the season heading towards Christmas. Should town and town fans be be really pleased with where we're sat and, and how we're playing and and the sort of foundation we've built ourselves for the rest of the season to to build from? Yeah, absolutely. And I'll tell you why. Right, I've already mentioned the fact that we've got many weapons that we go uh, and attack teams with. Now you look at the defence. That defence, Tom Lee's, Matty Pearson, uh, today alongside Naby Saad, they look really solid. And if you look at another thing, which is last season. Some of the games that were maybe tight and we wouldn't have got anything from this season, we largely come away with minimum a point as we have done today at Luton. And we can quite often show against Blackburn as, uh, as one example. We can actually go, we can go, we can get these results. So as far as I'm concerned, Raj, as we head yeah, into the, the, the kind of Christmas period, if you like, with this final international break, I see so many positives. And again, you mentioned Scott High as well, so youth coming through as well. So for me, I could keep going how positive I am. Um, <laughs> there are multiple kind of reasons. Though, and yeah, there's more. I, I think yeah, there's more. Yeah, exactly, Hef. Exactly, there's more. There's more. I could but keep we, going. We have to be positive. We have to be positive all over the place. No negativity. You know, if we lose so right. one time, everybody's down. And if we win, okay, we are heroes. We have to be positive always. Because um, when you see Raj how we started, how we progressed and where we are now. When you show this, some people on the paper, they're probably surprised how good and how well we did in the season. So give them boys all the credit, all the positivity, what you can have, support them and they, they will do a good and fantastic job. What Heft said, I agree with what Heft said. <laughs> you, that, that, that's a, a good rule of thumb anyway, Andy, just uh, go with what Heft says. I've learned yeah. that very quickly. Um, <laughs> two weeks today, we've got Hull City at home. Heft, we want to see a packed house for that one, don't we? Exactly, because um, this is a big game. Uh, obviously, after the international break, the walk is there as well. Yes. So, uh, 
this will be a personally a big one for me. I will be probably a little bit knackered and uh, expected some coffee delivered on the John Swift somehow. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So um, now nah, I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward, not just to the game as well around to be with the community, to do something good for the charity and obviously support uh, different, different reasons. And I'm looking forward to this. Brilliant. That's, I think that's a lovely note to end it on, Michael. Uh, as I say, two weeks today, Hull City at home. Uh, tickets still available, so come down and join us. We've got the Worthington Walk that day as well in, in uh, with um, you know charities benefiting from that as well that Michael will be involved with. Um, so I need your support. On, I need your support. Please, help. <laughs> um, so thank you very much, Andy. Thank you very much, Michael, for your time. And thank you to Sports Broker for sponsoring. Um, and we'll see you soon.